Come on, let's give God glory one more time. Let's shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Because God is in the house. God is working on our behalf. Because we're faithful. And because we're faithful, God rewards faithfulness. So, hey, you're already blessed of the Lord and highly favored. Those that are watching the internet, you're blessed of the Lord and highly favored. Just receive all that God has for you tonight. Amen? Are you ready to make your decree? Let's make our decree. Today, we decree Jesus, the written word, is our salvation, healer, restorer. We decree the Holy Spirit is our transformer. Today, we activate our faith in God's sophisticated life of abundance. For all of the ALM family, we decree the four corners of the earth have been purposed, planned, expected by God with 500 families of affluence to join this church. We speak to the north to give up families of power and influence. We speak to the south to give up families of royalty and prestige. We speak to the east to give up families of brilliance and inventiveness. We speak to the west to give up families of kingdom wealth. We speak to our ministering angels to go forth and prepare the way for ALM's ministry of engagement called evangelism. This decree in Jesus' name shall be established and the light of God will shine upon it. Amen and amen. You got your word? Get your word out. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. I will hide its word in my heart that I might not sin against God. Amen? Amen? And amen. Come on, let's shout one more time unto God. Every time you shout to God, you're doing it with a voice of triumph. You're telling God that you are triumphant because he lives inside of you. You're telling every devil in hell that you are alive and well and you have the ability, you have the power to praise the King of kings and Lord of lords and you are triumphant. Regardless of what we see, what we hear, what man is saying, we are still, the church is triumphant. Amen? Amen? Well, you may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Thank you so much for being here. Those that are watching by internet, we appreciate it. You're watching. Continue to watch us because we're getting re- after we finish, we're going to be taking up our, our we're going to be taking communion together, and we want you to be a part of that. So if you have the ability right now, go get your elements for communion. And when we come together, we're going to do it. We want you to be a part of it because we know communion works. Amen. 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 Well, tonight I want to share something with you. I, would, I was just thinking about this all day. I've been reading it. I, was, I started, um, I was, I've been started, well, last week I began to start reading it. And I've, and I've read it a couple of times and God brought me back to it. And it's talking about, I will bless the Lord. And I think it's important, especially in the times that we're living in, in these exciting times, it's good to bless the Lord. Say it, I will bless the Lord. 
regardless of what I see, what I hear, and what man is saying. I will bless the Lord. Amen? Psalms 103, let's go there. Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5. It's very familiar, a lot of you read it, a lot of you can quote it. It says, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Say it with me. Bless the Lord. I mean, I just love saying that. Bless the Lord. In other words, oh, we want God to bless us. No, bless the Lord. We want to bless the Lord today. We want to say, we want it to come out of our bodies. We want it to come out of our being, out of our faith. Bless the Lord. In other words, God, you bless me every day. We know that according to the scriptures. He daily loads up with benefits. We all want God to bless us. Who does it? Come on, say amen. You want to be blessed of God. But how many people know God wants us to bless him? How do we do it? By us saying, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord. Regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of the circumstance of the situation, bless the Lord. Now flesh, when it's in pain and what's hurt or it's beat up, does not want to bless anything. When your flesh is hurting. But in that moment when your flesh is aching and beat up and chewed up and spit out, that's when you, hey, you, you crucify your flesh and say, uh-uh, I am going to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. You don't let your flesh have the last word. You never let your flesh have the last word. You don't live by according to your flesh. You got a new body. You've been, you've been redeemed from the flesh, from the, from the sinful flesh. You live according to the spirit. You don't live according to the flesh because if you sow in the flesh, you're going to reap in the flesh. But if you sow in the spirit, hallelujah. What are you going to get? What are you going to get? Abundant. You're going to get eternal life. We don't sow of the flesh. We sow of the spirit. Now, I know flesh is real. Everybody touch yourself. It's real. We know it's real. But we do not let this flesh have the last word in anything. And trust me. Oh, trust me. Flesh doesn't want to shut up. Flesh will never be quiet. Flesh will always show itself. And trust me, flesh today is showing itself. Showing itself in the world, and it's showing itself in the church. But when flesh shows itself in the world, and even in the church... Bless the Lord. <laughs> That's how you smack flesh upside the face and say, you are not God. My God sits on the throne. I will still bless the Lord. Regardless of what flesh is screaming and yelling and accusing or saying, gossiping, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Bless the Lord. Come on, say it with me. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. 
Bless his holy name. I'm telling you right now, people being set free if you listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Those that are watching the internet, you need to learn how to do this. Because your flesh is getting the best of you. Your flesh is getting, you're getting ready to listen to flesh and you're getting ready to, you're getting ready to pay dearly. You're getting ready to pay dearly. When you should be blessing the Lord in your circumstance. Blessing the Lord in your situation. I didn't say it was fair. Life ain't fair and it will never be fair. If you're looking for something fair, guess what? You're in the wrong world. Life ain't going to be fair to you. Life will love you today and it will kick you tomorrow. And they will have his brothers and sisters and cousins laughing at you. Taking everything from you because they see you down. See, nobody's going to take nothing from you when they're up. They're going to take it when you're, all that, when you're down because that's flesh. But in the midst of all that, you don't fret what's out there. You just keep blessing the Lord. You keep blessing the Lord. You keep blessing the Lord. Verse 2, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Let me say that again. Who forgives all, all, say it, all, thine iniquities, and who healeth all thy diseases. Future. Past, present, and future. Past, present, and future. He forgives you of your iniquities. He forgives you. He heals you of all your deeds. Past, present, and future. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. How many of you want to be renewed like the eagles? How many of you want to be renewed? Well, then you better learn how to bless the Lord. You better learn how to bless the Lord. Don't come to God with all your, oh, God, it's not fair. He's going to tell you, of course life's not fair. It's not fair. I never said life was fair. Matter of fact, Jesus says when you get born again, guess what? You're going to be persecuted. Hello, what a gift from God, persecution. I didn't say it, read it, Matthew. Blessed are those who are persecuted. Guess what? Here's, you're saved, you're sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost, and guess what? Here comes the persecution. And you know who's going to persecute you the most? Your family. Your family's going to persecute you. Your neighbors are going to persecute you. Your job, your business is going to persecute you. Everybody who hates me is going to hate you. Welcome to the kingdom. Think about it. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. I'm telling you, they think we're crazy. Yes, we are. But guess what? Heaven is worth it. Eternity with the King of kings and Lord of lords is worth it. Hell ain't worth it. Hell ain't worth it. Getting away with sin ain't worth it. Because that's only for a season. Sowing of the flesh ain't worth it. All of us in this room have all sowed of the flesh. And all of us in this room has paid dearly. 
How does it feel? How does it feel? If you're still feeling that guilt, you need to recognize, you need to go back and read Psalms 103 because you should not feel that guilt. Because you have been who forgives all thy iniquities. In other words, he's forgiven you. Now, if you're, still, if you're in here today and you have guilt for what you've done in the past or for whatever, you need to understand God's forgiven you of that iniquity. In other words, Jesus washed your sins away. And if you still have problems with it, that means you're still hanging on to it. Let that guilt go right now and be, let, be transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. See, so many times people get saved and get born again, but they don't get transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. And to be, get transformed by the power, that means you've got to be infilled with the Holy Ghost. You've got to let the Holy Ghost take over. In other words, you die. When I got born again, I died. Thad Thomas died. All his desire, I, I, I died, laid down my life, and I took up the cross. I took up the cross. I took up the cross. I became a disciple of Christ, just like you. When you, go, when, you came, when you got born again, you put down your life and you took up the cross. You became a disciple of Christ. In other words, you know you're going to be persecuted for his name's sake. You know you're going to be persecuted. But God, in the midst of persecution, you keep blessing the Lord. Because what does that do? That causes the devil to lose all control. Because he, he, he doesn't understand that. Because he thinks you're going to keep giving in the flesh. And when you recognize that you've been born again and, you have, and you're living a holy, righteous, sanctified life, your flesh has no say-so. And because your flesh has no say-so, you're going to bless the Lord. Oh, I lost my job. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Put all that within me. I'm going to keep blessing the Lord. Oh, guess what? Um, um, I didn't get that raise. I didn't get that promotion. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. I refuse to let the negativity of what this world is controlled by get the best of me. Because my God is my provider. And I'm going to bless his holy name. Because what are you doing? What are you doing? You're setting ambush on the devil. You're going to turn it around and it's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit you if you bless the Lord. It's going to benefit you. You got your bills all in front of you. You're paying your bills. Guess what? Bless the Lord, oh my soul, because God is my provider. You got your tithe, you got your offering, you got your seed. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord that I have seed in my hand and I'm going to sow it in good ground. And because I'm willing and obedient, a hundredfold returns coming to my house. Why? Because I know how to bless the Lord. I am not going to let flesh say, you know, Pastor Dad, you need that money to pay your bills. If you don't pay your bills, you're going to lose your house. You're going to, your electric's going to be cut off. They're going to repossess your car. You ain't going to have food in the table. What kind of father are you? What kind of husband are you? What kind of, what kind of pastor are you? You can't pay your bills. Come on, that's flesh talking to you. But when flesh start rising up, I just remind him of the word. And say, oh, you're talking now, but let me, let me hear you. Let me let you let, I want you to hear that my spirit man now. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And all that is with me, bless his holy name. Because flesh, because flesh, God has forgiven my iniquities. He has healed all my diseases. He's redeemed my life from destruction. So flesh, regardless of what you say to me right now, I cannot be destroyed because I have blessed the Lord. I cannot be destroyed spiritually. I cannot be blessed, destroyed physically. And I cannot be destroyed financially because I know how to bless the Lord. Now the word, the Hebrew word for bless... Their Hebrew word for blessed means literally to kneel. The Hebrew word for blessed 
means literally to kneel. The implications being to kneel in worship. What is what has just started in the last couple of days? We have seen sports come back. Now we're seeing the major league baseball. They started. They have no fans unless you pay between $150 and $300 to get a cutout of you and you can put it in the stand. That's what they're doing. They're spending between $150 to $300 and up, depending on where you want your picture to be in the, in the stadium on camera. But you ask somebody to pay tithe, I can't pay tithe, but hey, I want everybody on ESPN to see my face. And they'll pay $150 to $300. I just found this out because I was I, I flicked it on the other night and I and I you know what I don't miss sports whatsoever and I know that for me that's hard to say because I look forward to sports I look forward to it but I told her I says God I don't want none of it to come back I want all because all those sports figures and all that they're all ungrateful every one of them's ungrateful they're all ungrateful getting all those millions of dollars to play a stupid sport when your teachers are getting paid nothing when your doctors and your nurses are getting paid, and when the police who protect us and the firemen that protect us, our first responders, our military, don't get paid nothing. And all they do is bounce a ball and, and hit a ball and throw a ball and get tackled and all that, or whatever sport it may be. They don't deserve it. But because of the freedom of America, who everybody hates, who wants to take it away, who says... We're prejudiced. Meanwhile, they're playing and getting paid millions of dollars. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. But I flicked it through the channels and, I, and, I, and all of a sudden I saw, I saw a, a team. They were doing the, 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 the national anthem like they do every beginning of every sport. All of a sudden they showed all the baseball players and they were all kneeling except for one. And it caught my attention and it caught everybody's attention because they've been talking about it for the last, since, the, since he took a stand. And to the point where they asked him, it says, you know, all your, all your teammates and the other team and all the other major league, they're, they're all taking a knee. And they're now, why don't you? And he makes a statement and he says, I kneel for no one except for one. My God. And it brings to me this right here. The word blessed, the Hebrew word for blessed means literally to kneel. If you're kneeling, oh, you better hear what I'm saying. Those that are watching no matter where you are. If you're kneeling to something that it's not God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, you are in sin. You are in sin. You better hear what I'm saying. If you're taking a knee to kneel, a knee to fear, you are in sin. You, you, you body of Christ that takes, has taken a knee to fear in, every United, in all the states of the union, and you've taken a knee to fear, you are in sin. And you're going to pay dearly because you listen to flesh. You listen to, you listen to evil. You succumb to evil. You didn't stand against evil. And because you'd stand, you didn't stand against evil, you're paying the price. You're in sin. And God is telling this nation to repent. God is telling America, you better repent because you only kneel to me. The Hebrew word 
For blessed means literally to kneel. You only kneel to God. You kneel to God. You take a knee for the King of kings and Lord of lords. That is the only time you take a knee. And a matter of fact, every, I love what death, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Oh, there's going to come a day. There's coming a day where everything created in the, under the heavens is going to take a knee. But they're going to confess Jesus as Lord. They're going to whether they like it or not, even Lucifer himself is going to take a knee and declare Jesus as Lord. God is glorified when we bless and praise and acknowledge him. When we bless the Lord, oh my soul, when we say that, bless the Lord, we are glorifying and by, by our acknowledgement to him. We are glorifying him. We are glorifying that in him we live and move and have our being. In him we live. In God we live and move and have our being. We are glorifying him. Bless the Lord means to praise him, exalt him, and worship him. The Psalms are filled with blessings upon God for his counsel. According to Psalms 16, 7, his holiness, Psalms 103, verse 1. His dominion over all things, Psalms 103, verse 22. His honor and majesty in Psalms 104, verse 1. Throughout the Psalms, you can see where it says, bless the Lord. Why? Because David understood the importance of blessing the Lord. Because all that David had came from God. And he recognized that. He had no ability to defeat the lion, to defeat the bear or Goliath. But he knew his power, his ability came from God. And he blessed the Lord. Did David have issues? Yes, he did. But he knew how to bless the Lord. He knew how to bless the Lord. Psalms 34. Verse 1 through 4. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. What does that mean, I will bless the Lord at all times? That means whether it's good or bad, in season and out of season, rain or shine, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. In other words, the praise of our heavenly father, the praise of our salvation, the praise of our healing, our healer, the praise of our restore, the praise of our, our Holy Ghost is before our mouth continually. We mutter praise before God. We worship God throughout the day, just like we meditate on the word day and night. Just like that. What are you doing? As you meditate, as you quote the word, that is a type of praise that you're bringing before God. You're reminding God of his word. You're reminding how, how his word has been given to you as a lamp under your feet, a light under your path. Why? So you don't trip on your own two feet. Because you know your flesh is going to cause you to trip. But what are you doing? You're keeping that praise, that worship of who God is before you. Sometimes, you know, sometimes when people's like, some, sometimes my wife will say, you know, like, who are you talking to? God. Well, it sounds like you're talking, what are you saying? That's for me to know and you not to find out. <laughs> but I'm like, I talk to myself all the time. I am in the shower. I am like, I talk to myself all the time in the shower. It's the quietest place. And that's when God speaks to me the most. Or I'm in here. In the wee hours. 
at night or during the day. I want God to know that I love him. I want God to hear me. I want God to hear you. And how does he hear you? By you blessing his holy name. By you continually having that praise in your mouth to him. Regardless of what he's going on. Listen to me, I'm going to tell you again. The world hates you. If you are saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost, the world hates you, and the world is going to rain hell upon you. You better hear what this man is saying. The world hates you, and the world is going to rain hell upon you. Why? Because that's what the world only knows what to do because it's controlled by the devil. And the devil only knows one, only knows three things. Steal, kill, and destroy. And the world is his bidding. And he is going to pour out his wrath on the church. Not the ungodly because they're already bound and going to hell. It's you he wants. So he can stick his finger at God. He's like, I got another one. That's all the devil wants to do is he just wants to stick his finger. And we see that every day. People sticking their fingers at each other. That's exactly what God wants to, that's what the devil wants to do. And how does he do it? By affecting the, the body of Christ. And every time the body of Christ takes a knee to whatever outside of God, the devil is sticking his finger and said, I got another one. I got another one. I got another one. And hell is widened itself. Prophet Isaiah says that. Why? Because it's those that are not willing to bless the Lord regardless. In the midst of the persecution, in the midst of the persecution, Jesus blessed the Lord. In the midst of what the disciples were going through, they blessed the Lord. They continually sought the Lord. In the midst of the persecution, in the midst of the Apostle Paul, who was Saul, going after them, they still preached the gospel. In the midst of persecution, in the midst of going to be thrown in the lions, being attacked by them, being crucified, being killed, they still blessed the Lord. They refused to be denied what was rightly given to them by their Creator. They were transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Father gave them the Holy Spirit. Through the promise of Jesus, he says, I'm going to send forth the comforter. And because they embraced the Holy Spirit in the midst of all that was going on, God was with them. Paul knew he had to go to Rome. He knew he was going to die. But he says, I got to go to Rome. I got to go to Rome. And they told him, don't go. If you go, you're going to die. He says, I'm not scared of death. Death? Where is thy sting? To die is to gain. Basically what he was saying is, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I am going to bless the Lord. And we'll get that in tomorrow's message about Paul. But it says, Psalms 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast. That word boast means to shine. In the Lord. 
to shine in the Lord. In other words, my soul shall make her boast. In other words, when I am blessing the Lord, when you're blessing the Lord, we are making our souls boast. In other words, to shine. In other words, so the world and the Lord, the humble shall hear therein and be glad in other. So the world can see that regardless of what is going on, I'm going to shine. You're going to shine. God's people are going to shine. Just think about this. When Israel was in Egypt and all the turmoil they were going through and Moses was fighting with Pharaoh and all the plagues, not one of those plagues touched Israel. When it was dark, the light was on. Think about that. I could just see Pharaoh in his beautiful penthouse overlooking all of Egypt and it's dark. And he looks in a direction where Goshen was. And all of a sudden, the light is on. What's going through his mind? Because he is Ra. He is God. He's the sun. They worship him. They're building pyramids. They're building statue upon statue and all that. He is everything and it's dark. And he looks and he sees the children of Israel. And the light is on. He looks... And Israel is not swatting flies, not flicking locusts, not, duck, not scared of frogs, not drinking without worrying about being the water turned to blood. Think about that. God takes care of his people. God takes care of his church who refuses to take a knee to pandemics, to governments, to, to, to whatever it's out there. We ain't going to close our doors. We're not going to close our doors. I was looking at, I was looking at, I was, I was, I was, I was, I have a friend of mine. He's up in, he's upstate New York and it, it broke my heart because he, he made a statement today. And he says, I look forward to next year and opening my doors. It killed me. I mean, I mean, it just like, I was like, I just broke. I said, oh, Jesus. Have mercy. And I'm like, he took a need of flesh. And because he's taking a need of flesh, he's thinking about next year. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you think next year is going to be better after the election, you're still going to be persecuted. Persecution's come knocking at your door. Persecution is going to get, it's, it, the sole purpose is to affect this church. And it's not going to let up. It's not let God, hallelujah, in his goodness and because he is bound to his word and his words above his name, we have been favored. This church has been favored. And because of that, why? Because we know how to bless the Lord. We know how to bless the Lord. And because we bless the Lord, he's redeemed us. He's redeemed our life from destruction. In other words, we ain't going to be destroyed. We're going to be just like Israel. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through those plagues. We're going to get through it because we got a promised land. We got a promise from God. Oh, 
God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Get ready for the oh, get ready for the gold, get ready for the silver, get ready. Because when it when Israel left, they received it all. They got the gold, they got the silver, they got it all. Get ready, ALM. Because you're gonna leave with the silver and the gold. You're gonna leave with the wealth of the world. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. You got to think, why? Because this is a promise from thus saith the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Destruction is not in my DNA. It's not in your DNA. So stop giving in to it. Because if you're giving in to it, you're taking a need to it. And you're making it God over your life. And then you make fear your God, you're going to succumb to fear. When you make every worldly thing you take a need to your God, you're going to succumb to it. And it will shackle you and it will lock you down. And it will control your life. Well, you can be redeemed today by the blood of the Lamb. Oh, magnify, verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt the, his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and, I, and delivered me from my, all my fears. Verse 3 is what I want you to look at real quick. It says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. With me. And let us exalt his name together. In other words, something about being together. Something about coming into the house of the Lord. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 puts it this way. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves. Now you can understand. When you understand what David is saying, you can understand what Hebrews is saying, what Paul was bringing out in Hebrews when he says not forsaking the assemblies of ourselves together. The importance of coming to the house of God. Importance on being here importance of being here and God has given me a word he's I'm to get ready to develop here it's going to be awesome but I ain't going to give it to you because you ain't ready for it because if you ain't going to come you ain't going to get it but you never forsake the assembling of the brethren you never forsake the assembling of ourselves together you know no he says he said David says oh magnify the Lord with me in other words Come with me. David's telling Israel, come with me and let's all come together and worship our God. He is the great I am. He is our covenant. Come to him. Let us exalt him together. In other words, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, red, yellow, black, and white, put aside our differences, put aside our cultures, our color of our skin, and come together and give glory to our creator. Praise him. Worship him. God wants his people together. He wants us together. So we can bless his name in unity. Unity. What were those men and women doing in action that they were unifying themselves? Oh, do they have issues? You better believe they had issues. They, they fought amongst themselves. They, they couldn't stand each other. Everybody hated Peter because Peter had a big mouth. But they all had to be sanctified. They all had to consecrate themselves. They had to put aside all their differences. 
Because you had fishermen, you had physicians, and you had tax collectors. Then you had in between. You had women, you had kids, you had everything. This was from that town, he was from this town. Oh, 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 I'm only, I'm, I'm from the town where Jesus is. No, no, oh, oh, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm the one that lays my head on Jesus' chest. You don't. I'm the closest. Come back and just see John. I'm the one who lays my head on him all the time. Who are you? I'm closer to him. They had to put aside all their differences. And they had to consecrate themselves. And they had to strip their, themselves of their carnality, their flesh. They had to crucify their flesh. They didn't even know what they were doing. They were getting rid of their, their fleshly desires because they knew they had to be one. That's why we come together. And when you come in this church, you, put your, you leave your culture in your car. You leave the color of your skin in your car. You leave everything that goes against the word of God in the car. You shouldn't even have it in your car. You shouldn't have it in your house. You shouldn't have it in your DNA. But if it's there for whatever reason, you don't set foot in the house of God connected to your flesh. Because if you do, you're in sin. And you need to repent at this altar. Because you're not going to be able to receive what God has for you today. Because God is not going to bless you because he, he refuses to give somebody whose vessel is not clean. Tonight, ALM, let's bless the Lord for who he is. He is our provision. He gave us Jesus, the source of our power, and the Holy Spirit. As our resource. That is who we're praying. That's who we're blessing tonight. We're blessing our God. We're blessing his holy name. Because he provides. God has supplied all our needs. God has already supplied everything. According to Philippians. He has supplied everything. Through Christ Jesus. We have everything we need. To overcome. The devil. We have everything we need to get people saved. To get people healed, to get people restored and transformed by the Bible. We don't need nothing else. We have Jesus. And we have the authority of Jesus. And we have the ability of the Holy Spirit to bind and loose. We have the keys of the kingdom. To have dominion over every living thing. To bring everything into the subjection of this word. You. Bless his name tonight. Continue to bless his name. Don't take God's blessing for granted. Don't you ever take it for granted. In him we live and move and have our being. The very air that you breathe is because of God. The very gravity, the, the very ability to stand in this earth is because of God. Because God created gravity. If it wasn't for gravity, we'd all be floating. The house you live, is because, you live in is because of God. It's not based on your merit. It's because of God. The car you drive is because of God. The shoes on your feet is because of God. The clothes on your back is because of God. The food that you have already eaten or what you're getting ready to eat or what's in your fridge or cupboards is because of God. The bed you sleep on is because of God. Down to the toothbrush you brush your teeth is because of God. The water you drink is because of God. Everything we have because of him. Because 
A toothbrush was never created if it wasn't for the ideal of God to give it to a man. A house would have never been an idea for man if it didn't come from God. Shoes on your feet would have never been there if it wasn't for out of God given to a man. Everything we have comes from the provision of God. But it's amazing how we have taken everything for granted. We think we're entitled. You ain't entitled to heaven. None of us are entitled to heaven. None of us in this room is entitled. But because God so loved us, he was willing to say, you know what? Because of my love, I'm giving you heaven. Because I love you. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet and raise our hands. And bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Holy is your name, Father. Holy, holy, holy is you are, God. Holy is you are, God. Holy, Lord, holy you are. You are holy. And we surrender to your holiness. Create in us a clean heart, a clean mind. Let there be no sin stand in the way of who you are. For God, we humbly come before you and we turn from our iniquity, our wicked ways. And we pray to you, Father, we lift up your name. We bless your holy name. We thank you, oh Lord, for this beautiful sanctuary that we have. We thank you, Father Lord, for all the acres that we have here on this church. We thank you, Lord, for the pews that we have to sit upon. The air that we have to blow in this place, the AC, the lights, Lord, the sound, the media, oh God. It's all because of you, Father. You made it happen. This church is paid off. We're debt free because of you, Father. We're sin free because of you, Father. Holy is your name. We're hell free because of you, Father. We're heaven bound because of you, Father. Because you love us so much. You gave us so much and you will continue to give to your church. And we humble ourselves before you, Father. And we will bless your name. We will bless your holy name. We will magnify your holy name. We will kneel to you and no other. And as we kneel to you, God, we thank you for the salvation of America. Because you are the giver of revival. You are the giver of revival. And Father, we lift up America unto you. And we decree America needs revival. And we decree right now, Father, you are sending forth revival. You are reviving your, the body of Christ to be what it's called it to be. Father, there's a remnant of churches that has not taken a knee. And I thank you, God, that you will hear the cry of that remnant, Lord. And one of them is ALM. And I thank you, God, for revival in this place, in this church. I thank you, God, for revival upon every man and every woman. Revival to come in here, Lord. Revival in their house, in their houses, in their homes, oh God, in their jobs, in their businesses, oh God, in their neighborhoods, oh God. Because you're a holy God. You're a holy God and we bless your name and we say thank you for revival. We thank you for revival. 
Holy Spirit, you are the Lord of the harvest, given to us by the Father. You are our resource. And I thank you right now, Lord, Holy Spirit. We are not empty-handed, but we have all that we need. We have the ability to get people saved. And because we listen to you, Holy Spirit, you will navigate us to the loss. You will navigate us to the loss because you know where they are. You know where the harvest fields are ripe. And because we're willing and obedient to the Father, I thank you our ears are open, our eyes are open, and our heart is ready. Our heart is ready to go where you tell us to go. I thank you, Father, for all that you have purposed, planned, and expected. All that you will continue to purpose, plan, and expect it. All that you are sending forth to this church. For God, I know there's people that you're sending because you promised us in your word. You're sending them from the north. You're sending them from the south. You're sending them from the east and the west. You're sending them forth because you are the provider of Abundant Living Ministries. You're going to send them, God. You're going to send forth the families. But God, I thank you more than anything. We will be ready. We will be ready. We will be ready to minister your gospel, to minister the, the, the truth of, your, of who you are. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 God, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Praise you. If you're here tonight and you've taken a knee to something outside of God, you need to repent. Before I take communion, if you've taken a knee, to something outside of God, you need to repent because you can't take communion because you're in error. You're in sin. And God wants to bless you. God has a blessing for us tonight. Those that are watching the internet, if you've taken a knee to anything outside of God, to God, you're in sin and you need to repent. You need to repent now. You know who you are. Right where you're at, you need to repent. You need to repent because we're getting ready to take communion. You cannot have that attitude. You cannot have that attitude. You cannot have that on you. That's a stain. You can't have that on you. You have to be free. 
You have to be free from it. Right where you're at, you need to repent. You need to repent. You need to call on Jesus because only Jesus can save you, heal you, and, just, and restore you back to the Father. You've got to repent. In other words, you've got to tell God, I says, I am never going to take a knee to flesh again. I will never take a knee to flesh again. I will never bow to flesh. But flesh will bow to, to the King of kings and Lord of lords. Regardless of what you see, regardless of what is going on. No, 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 no. You cannot take a knee to, this, to anything that goes against this word. You can't do it. Hallelujah.